your mom lives alone. She's been complaining about keeping up with the house and feeling a bit lonely, but hasn't been ready to look at senior living. Then one morning around 3 a.m., someone's knocking on her door. And that was the final straw. She finally agrees that a move is a great idea. I'm your host, Valerie Lynn, and there are many reasons seniors decide to make a move to senior living. Sometimes it's the yard, meals, transportation, or making new friends. Whatever the reason, I bet you didn't think you had to ask this question. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. So what is this very important question? Well, let me start with a story. A woman moves into a senior living community where they have independent living and assisted living, but she's independent. She can shower herself, get herself to meals and activities, and has no problem checking her own blood sugar and taking the appropriate amount of insulin. Until the day she didn't. Her daughter gets a phone call from the community that her mom collapsed on the way to lunch. The caller suggests that the daughter call 911. She practically screams at the phone, you haven't called 911? And the response was one she never expected. We can't. And they didn't. The daughter had to make the call. When I recently heard this from two different companies in the space of a week, that they couldn't call 911 for their independent residents? I couldn't believe it. In fact, my questioning to one community probably seemed a little off-putting, but the truth is I was and still am so shocked that this is even a question. So let's look at this a little more closely. As I mentioned before, There are many reasons your mom or dad might choose to move to an independent living community. The communities often provide at least one meal with the option of purchasing more. They provide socializing through an activity program, and this usually involves going out to dinner or music events or just a scenic drive. They provide transportation to doctor's appointments, weekly housekeeping, maintenance, and utilities, and all of this included in one price. There's no yard work or housework. And if something breaks, the person to fix it is a phone call away. And that's not you. (laughs) All these are great reasons to move. But very often, the biggest reason is safety. You can't be at your mom's house every day. And you feel much better about her being safe in a community. And so does she. Until that day, something happens. Most of our clients list safety as a reason for making this move and had no idea this was a question they had to ask. I didn't even realize it was a question we have to ask. 
And as I'm sure you can guess, the question to ask the senior living community you're considering for independent living is, will they call 911 in the event of an emergency? In most states, independent living, also called retirement living, requires a different state license because in independent living, the community isn't providing care. In fact, in some communities, you may even have to move apartments when your mom does require care services because their license is tied to a specific apartment. Other communities have what's called a floating license, meaning that your mom doesn't have to change apartments. Other communities are only licensed for independent living. They don't offer care services. These are usually communities that are partnering with in-home care companies to fill in that gap. Or this is also when families are deciding to make that move to assisted living. One of the communities I questioned about this said it was a licensing issue and offered that their independent living residents who don't need any care pay for a level of care, even if it's not needed. So let me say that another way. In this community, if you want the peace of mind that the staff will call 911 if something happens to your mom, well, that's going to cost you an extra approximately $600 a month. Now, let's look at it from the community's perspective. If your loved one is not on any care services, then that also means there's no paper trail. There's no system in place, usually, for them to be checking up on your mom or your dad. And so that brings in liability as a question. I think this is a valid point. There are other communities in this position that have come up with a smaller charge, a much smaller charge that they call nurse oversight. And this basically just means that there are eyes on your mom or dad. This is usually around $150, and it also usually includes a pendant. But I think that's much more reasonable than an entire level of care. That's just my opinion. I want to go back and talk briefly about something I just said. I said there usually isn't a system in place, and that's because some communities do still have systems. In one community I actually worked in, they had a little, like, a pin attached to the doorframe of the apartment, a very antiquated system that the caregivers at night would put this pin up. And then when your mom or dad got up in the morning for breakfast and they opened their door, the pin would fall. And so the caregivers, as a part of their job, would be every morning to see that residents had actually gotten up and left their apartment. And if one of those pins was still in place and it hadn't been triggered, then they would knock on the door and check on, on your mom or dad. So there are systems like that that some communities have put into place. And this even includes making sure that your mom or dad is at breakfast. And if they don't see them at a meal or they miss a couple of meals, then at this point, they're also checking on your mom. So back to my story. You may be wondering about my client. Well, her daughter did call 911 and her mom was rushed to the hospital with very dangerous blood sugar levels. And they were able to stabilize her. That's when the daughter hired us 
to help her find a different community. I'm still shocked that this happened. I am so shocked that two companies, not communities, but companies with many communities, shared the same policy of not calling 911. And while I haven't interviewed all the companies, the good news is that of the ones I have, they said their staff would absolutely call 911 for their independent residents. And I'm sincerely hoping that there's been some confusion about staff policy in those buildings that won't call 911. And I sincerely hope that your independent living tells you they will. I've added this to my list of questions for communities, and I absolutely recommend that you do too. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. 